guys, this is Richard Sachs, and it's actually me. It's not a clone or a voiceover or anything like that. I'm more or less here. I uh, was really anxious to show up with my two incredible friends, Gabriel Cousins and Doug Diamond, um, and all of you, for sure. So forgive me for not being quite up to being on camera. I'm still in recovery and rehab stage from what I have been going through for the last, especially several weeks, really intensively. I thought I was going to be finished with this lifetime two weeks ago. Yeah, I didn't know if I could stay in this body or not, but so far, that's worked out. And we have so much to talk about and a lot of work ahead of us. Uh, Dr. Cousins right in the center of all of it, with all of us. And uh, we've got a lot to share today, so I'm going to hand it over to Dr. Gabriel Cousins, and we'll do our usual intro, and then we'll have a little bit of time to talk after that. Okay, thank you, Richard. And I welcome everybody with love. And I always start with a prayer, merging the heavens and earth and the heart and mind, which is what humanity needs right now. Just feel that merging. And then we start with a little bit of uh, dance, and the dance really is about activating that uh, spiritual joy within us. And then we'll do a short meditation, and then we'll get into our discussion. So let's start with the dance part of it. Now I'm just going to go over how to meditate. Uh, many of you have a meditation practice, and that's fine, but if you don't, this is uh, a way. It's a concentration thing. Yo, it's the name of God that Moses received from Bernie Bush. Yoda, and breath, and the opera. Wa, and breath, and the opera. Yoda from the base up to the heart, and out to the head. Wa from the base to the third eye, and then he out to the heart. And that is it. You just keep doing it until your mind's quiet and move into meditation. The other part of it is is the uh, awakening energy in the, uh, in the West. It's Kundalini, but it's called Shaktipat in the East. In the East, it's called Kundalini and Shaktipat in the West. The, in the biblical church is called Shaniha. Uh, so, you look at my, focus on my eyes, and then it's just coming through the windows of the soul of my eyes. And that can help awaken your energy or expand that energy. So, let's start with a little bit of dance. Okay.
Okay. And uh, just focus for a second. Down into meditation. Yo.
And now slowly come out of meditation. Okay. And welcome back. One of the things that we're going to do as you're coming out of meditation is do a little bit of visualization uh, to help us kind of cope with the world. So we're in this meditative state. We'll kind of close your eyes again. And see yourself standing on the surface of the earth and feel this energy coming up from below your belly button, about two fingers below, going all the way up to what I'm going to say the heart of God, multi-dimensions above, and it activating this downward flow of energy that circles the planet Earth, white pearlescent light, and comes up through the bottom of the Earth, through all the Earth chakras, up to your feet, and up to the lighted gland again, which is the center of the sacred feminine energies. And it releases this tremendous uh, white pearlescence light going all the way up through the heart and finally up to multidimensional levels to the center point of God. And then this energy comes down again, downward masculine energy, and it activates the pineal gland and our our whole body turns to white light. So we have the sweet sound of the divine going up and the white light coming down. And those two energies come together in the thymus heart area as a complete spiritual love and joy. And now we're ready as we're empowered by the heart of God. Okay, this incredible empowerment. We regain our spiritual sovereignty, our holistic spiritual sovereignty. And as we regain our spiritual sovereignty, we invoke the right to not participate in the energies of the new world order. We refuse to participate. We do not give consent. Now, that's very important. So clearly don't give consent. We don't give consent to any level of invasion of our unique Sovereignty. And with that, we're talking about from all levels of, uh, uh, of non-dimensions and all levels of di dimensional levels, uh, all layers and levels of this, in essence, the stairway to heaven. So at every single level of existence, and every single frequency of existence, we do not consent 
to the efforts to control us via the globalist Illuminati and forces beyond that. We have the cosmic power behind us. And with that, all technologies that have been implanted in our systems from vaccinations that people took them from uh, the air and the earth and the water are burn up into, in, 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 into the fire of the, of the divine. Burn up. All the uh, <clears throat> networks of communication, metallic clots in our system, uh, networks of ferrous uh, iron networks that communicate outside with energies outside our bodies. All uh, other systems that are set up in our, uh, by the globalist by a variety of systems are completely nullified. We're completely disconnected from the control of the dark forces. And this starts to grow in a column of white pearlescent light that begins to pervade the outer body, burning up all dark forces, beginning to spread throughout the planet in this column of light and uh, subtle sound that burns up all dark forces and all sources of dark forces on the living planet. And then it spreads out into the solar system, burning up all forces, burning up all demonic portals, continuing to spread into the galaxy and the multi-universes. And all dimensions and non-dimensions on all the levels up the stairway to God is now freed for us to be back in direct communion with the heart of God. And now with that going on, we move towards seeing ourselves as this tremendous uh, light energy and are uh, starting from the heart chakra radiating out in a globe of light and love spreading from us to really the whole planet and then becoming a globe sphere of light surrounding the planet and then beaming down onto the planet, onto all humans and all primates and all mammals and all reptilians and all uh, amphibians and all insects and all trees and all flowers and all plants. This tremendous light of transformation uh, that ultimately transforms the whole living planet into another octave of light that is so strong that no darkness can be there. And feel that within yourself.
Okay, now slowly come out of this. And if anybody wants to share or give feedback, this is a good time to do it. And as we walk out into the world, know that you are now free from all of this. Does anybody want to share as we move on? Okay. So what we are looking at today is serious chaos. And it would be easy and almost more comfortable to say, well, it's all planned. But what if it's only partially planned? What if the chaos has gotten out of hand? Which I believe it has. And that we're having, you know, chaos that's creating chaos, which is creating more chaos. And what to do about that? Well, one of the good things to remember is out of the chaos and the process of of evolution becomes a higher level of organization. Now, the dark side would think, okay, that's the one world government, but we may, we, I certainly think, this chaos is going to lead to a higher frequency of divine light for the planet. And first there's a little chaos and may not seem like an elevation of the divine frequency, but ultimately it is. Once we particularly get past the dark side of it and the and the globalist viewpoint. What's getting clear to me is they seem to be as lost. Yeah, they have a game plan, but this is beyond them. And the reason it's beyond them is it's part of God's plan. And their evilness is there to invoke us rising up with the light and the love. into a new creation. Now, it may seem coincidental, but today, two red heifers were delivered to Jerusalem, to the high priests. For those of you who don't know what that means, it means the beginning of the rebuilding of the third temple. And I've seen those plans. They're public. It's not some secret. They're public. You see the models of everything. And they have the ability to build literally within a few months uh, because of modern construction techniques. So we are actually part of an initiation energy as, as we speak now, 
uh, of bringing in a whole new level of consciousness, as was prophesied. So this is one of the first steps out of the chaos. And those red heifers, there's two of them, part of prophecy that they would emerge, that this would happen, and it is, um, would initiate, again, moving into a whole other level of consciousness on the planet. So that's just one indication of what's going on. Another, I think, indication is that uh, it's kind of a, a more mundane uh, thing, is that I, I read today, and I don't know if it's true, but 98% of the American public is refusing any additional bioweapon shots. I think people have figured it out which means we're not buying the story and we're not going into fear and we're standing up. That's why, of course, you see this U.S. government getting more and more uh, uh, demented and acting in in very uh, dark ways against the public and anyone who speaks up against the public. It's not an accident, it's it's part of the chaos. Now, the test of that is not to get super uh, externally upset, but know this is a sign of a coming breakthrough. And that's the difference. So if you're at peace, this is where we start with the meditation, start with the dance and the meditation. If you're at peace with who you are, and connected to the divine, you look at the chaos differently because you became the, the, the quiet in the middle of the storm. That's what we're talking about. That's the secret of being, uh, you know, of, of, of having the chaos not uh, whip us around like a, a, a dry leaf, but being in the center. But to be in the center, we have to be centered in our connection with the divine. That seems to be a really important anchor because it's something beyond the mind. In the mind, we can, different belief systems come in and we can get confused. That's what we're seeing today. Our anchor is, is not there. So those are like really important ways to understand how to be here in the chaos. Richard, I don't know if you feel you want to add a sentence or two here. Yes, Dr. Cousins, I think what you're saying is incredibly important. And if you really boil it down to the simplest bottom line, this idea that people have had about God that they've made into beliefs and religions of all kinds and then still been busy killing each other and destroying the world and working for dark forces. That God thing, in my experience, is real. It's It's way beyond what anybody conceives it to be. And ultimately, on a deep level, it's the only reality. And I think what the dark side is most afraid of 
and they they have the most fear of anybody because that's their whole environment and what they're you know in allegiance to at the moment is that you the person listening to this live show or podcast as the case may be with dr cousins have this connection that has never gone away and has never become fully conscious if that ever becomes fully conscious your connection to god or whatever you want to call the source or divinity as dr cousins said the spirit if that when that becomes conscious because it will at the right time then the whole new world order game of destruction and death and suffering is over and my suggestion is that we focus on doing that starting immediately because i see no value in just going on and on and on with this global suffering this place shouldn't be a hell it has the potential to be the opposite and you as an individual in a very real sense are the key to that that happening so i just support what dr cousins is trying to present here i think it's super important thank you richard Oh, this is perfect. So, what to do? How do we stay centered in the whirlwind of the chaos? First thing we do is don't believe in the chaos. Again, they're not so quite in control. They started the chaos, but the chaos is bigger than them. And I think that's an important thing to understand. is that they're caught in the chaos too. Only they don't have the tools not to be uh, whipped around in the chaos. Because they think they're in control. But what's the truth? The divine is in the control. The big mistake of the dark side is not believing in God, they think they are the higher power. This goes back to the Garden of Eden. You know, the, the serpent, the reptilian, talking to Eve, he said, well, you'll become like God. You'll become, you know, we don't need God. That's the message they're giving today. And it is called the reptilian message. You'll become like God. So what do we hear people like Haradi and all those people, they're giving the serpent message. You know, we'll be transhumans, we'll give it, okay? What they want, that's the second part of the point I want to make, they want to take your soul. They want you to give up your soul for this illusion that you'll become like a God. And if we look a little bit at this bioweapon injection, at least 40% of the people have felt uh, something I feel a little disconnected from God. I feel something's not right. I don't feel connected. And that is the, uh, a little bit of the design. It's called the VMAT2 gene that's designed to disable and called the God gene. And so our point is to come back to our soul. Now, the globalist uh, idea is that we, we aren't soulful people 
we're, we're like, they want to turn us into robots. Okay? And slaves and robots, which is not God's plan. It's not going to happen. They're going to try, and because they don't see themselves as having a soul, and they don't see humanity as having a soul, just that they're a superior species. Which brings us to another piece here, that there uh, could be two competing sets of DNA on the planet, which is the God-inspired DNA in humans, and the other DNA of the reptilian world, and it's slightly different. And when they're injecting this bioweapon into people, and you understand they indeed have even gone so far as to put snake venom in it, they're trying to transform your DNA with the mRNA into their DNA. In other words, to move you away from human DNA. Now people say, oh, God, I took the injection. Well, good news is consciousness rules over the material world. And so by focusing on coming back to our human DNA and activating, this is a play of consciousness and physical, we call it apoptosis, where the body selects out the cells that are not human or are disabled or are sick and eliminates them and starts creating new cells that are our basic human cell and human DNA. That's the process. Now, mentally, we can do that, and that's part of what this visualization is. I've mentioned before, illumidine, a special form of scalar wave, uh, true scalar wave uh, iodine, which also stimulates the DNA to go back to its normal human, full human uh, communication uh, uh, orientation. So we have that going on, but we also have to make a choice to say, look, you're not going to take my soul away from me. It's mine. It's my connection to God. And focus on reconnecting with our soul and focus on reconnecting with God. And that is actually how we defeat this reptilian, demonic energy that's trying to literally take our souls away and make us become like them or AI robots and slaves. And I just summed up the battle. And I summed up what we can do. You know, and it's an internal consciousness that we're talking about. But literally, through our minds, we begin to reset our body. Even if you take three injections, if you take one, it's easier, of course, because uh, it doesn't quite set in. This is why, and I mean this seriously, why they're talking about, okay, once a year, maybe, maybe twice a year, uh, maybe every three months, maybe every month, you, you need an injection. But what they're really saying is the DNA keeps chasing back to human DNA. So we have to keep injecting you with this uh, snake venom DNA that will keep the 
your DNA getting fixed in the reptilian DNA rather than the human DNA. Now, I haven't really said this so clearly before, but I think it's important to understand. So when 98% of the American population refuses to take any more injections, that's pretty good. That means we're not going to keep having our DNA switched over. But we need to, and we need to go further by focusing on rebuilding our human normal DNA. So, Richard, I'm going to let you make another comment if you want before we stop. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about in every sentence that you mentioned, Dr. Cousins, and it's all really important. I think the reassurance for people is that what the negative power has is mind programs. That's it. That's all. And the body is a reflection of consciousness. So they can't really destroy anybody. That's not possible. If, if we were the body, they could, but we're not. I mean, we need the body to be in correct functioning order and in line with spirit and harmony with nature. But if your body is totally destroyed, you're not. So they can't ever achieve their goal in, in finality, and I think they know that at the top levels. But we'd like to stay in harmony where we are now. We don't need our DNA disrupted and corrupted. So um, what you mentioned about consciousness being able to overcome physical damage like that is absolutely true. And it's the same with an individual wanting to become you have known this since 1996 and through our mind we can alter our DNA back to normal go ahead yeah there's a, this is a really super important critical point is that there's belief and there's belief and it has to do if you want a biblical reference it's like the kind of faith that moves the mountain versus that just makes you look religious and the difference as has been demonstrated scientifically, is that without losing awareness of the mess that's going on in the world right now, which you, becoming oblivious of that is not the way to be spiritual. You know, becoming aware of the problem is really important. But there's a level of emotional experience, and the power is in the emotion of it, that the perfection of how things are meant to be becomes your experiential reality even while you're aware of the mess. And at that point, the mountain moves. And that's a big thing to talk about when we get time. Okay. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for, for your good insights. Your energy is good. Good energy there. So I knew you could do it. So in, in summary then, we need to make a conscious decision Okay, that we don't consent. We don't consent to this this created chaos. We don't consent to this big lie. We don't consent to the fear mongering that goes on. We simply don't consent to any of the actions of the New World Order, of the globalists, of the Illuminati, and of those above that. We're trying to alter our consciousness and take away our souls. Because that's the level we're talking about. 
So Richard was talking about our consciousness, and I'm saying, okay, but this is a battle for our soul. And as soon as we understand it, it's that deep, because they don't have a soul, I mean, literally, um, then um, it it keeps us in a, a place that, in a sense, we can defeat them. Without our soul, we can't defeat them. Because we're just another set of robots and humans or reptilians who are just fighting them. But with your soul, we're bringing the God force onto the planet, which is how they always get defeated since the time of Nimrod and the Tower of Babel. So our choice is to stay focused. Now, how do we do that? Well, I mentioned this six foundations and seven full pieces. I'm just going to mention them briefly because I want to empower people with this. And it's really in all my books. Okay. Spiritual nutrition. So number one is eating a really healthy diet. I'm going to say it needs to be organic. So you don't have poisons affecting your mind. And at least vegan. As much live food as possible, up to 80%. Two, we need to dance and move and do yoga, move the prana, build the life force energy. Service, third is service and charity. Fourth is uh, working collectively, just like we're doing now. Richard and I, we're sharing with this collective here. That's really important. So you're part of a supportive group. Uh, uh, and that that's empowering. Fifth is meditating and singing uh, and mantra repetition. And the sixth is what we did, is the awakening of the spiritual energy. That's the six foundations. Now, in addition to that, the sevenfold piece is, again, peace with your body, which we just mentioned, peace with your mind, meditation, peace with the family. That's called relationships. And it means moving our relationships into a peaceful mode. And you see what they're trying to do deliberately is create all kinds of groups conflicting with each other and people turning against each other. But the peace with the family is uh, making harmony and peace with all relationships, however the distance or closeness is. And then peace with the community, which is the larger communities, and peace with all cultures. And for me, with the Native American point, we'll also look at peace with the rock people, living planet, peace with the plant people, peace with the flying ones and and, uh, swimming ones, uh, you know, the animal uh, variation of the animal world, and then peace with the talking ones with history. Animals do talk. Okay, and they actually have memory too, but written history. So it's peace at all those levels, and then uh, peace, as I said, with all cultures, all the different cultures in the world being at peace and not thinking one is better than the other because you can't come to unity that way. And then peace with the living ecology, knowing we're one with the living ecology. And then finally, peace with God. Six foundations, seven full peace. And uh, the number 13 collapses to the number one. 
in the numerology type way of thinking. So it's oneness. And when we feel that oneness, that's what becomes undefeatable. Even the dark side can be, you know, can choose to be pulled into that oneness. So that's the path. It's a general path. It's not a religious path. It's its fundamentals of how to be in the world. And I bless you all that as we reconnect to our souls and deepen our connection to the soul and deepen our connection to God, that these six foundations, sevenfold peace, which you can find in my books, and you can also go to my website, uh, treeoflife.mn.co. Very good. Thank you, Doug. And it has all this information. Uh, a lot more information, but it has that information. So you can really study it and become empowered by it. And reconnect and deepen your connection with your soul. So I bless everyone that you, you're empowered to do this. And I thank Richard for being strong enough to participate and share his wisdom here. And one more thing. Each equinox and solstice, we have a worldwide meditation. Peace meditation. So that's on the 21st. That's in two days. So um, that time in Israel time is 8.30 p.m., which on the East Coast time is 2.30 p.m. Six, I'm sorry, 1.30 p.m. Seven hours different to the East Coast. So it's uh, 1.30 p.m. and then in the West Coast is 4.30 p.m. where we'll, I'll be actually giving a guided meditation uh, and kind of world peace talk. Uh, and so I invite you all to participate because we know when people meditate together we can uh, literally transform the world. So it's the power, again, of peace and of love and of meditation to transform, to elevate consciousness. So you can find out more about it at, at my website, again, treeoflife.mn.co, and connect to that and be part of this. We do it in each equinox and sources. And it actually really does change the world. I'll be talking about it on Wednesday. So I invite you all to participate in the course all free. Uh, and hopefully you freely choose to <laughs> uplift the consciousness of the planet. So, peace be with you. Okay, you guys, I'll add my wrap-up just for a minute since I'm able to be here. And I thank all of you very much for letting me participate when I'm not fully back yet on video, uh, but I was shown that our time, whatever time we have in this chapter of the adventure is, you know, there's no guarantee which which day is our final one in this, in this uh, story that we're in. So I find it very valuable and inspirational to appreciate the time, and I want to add just one comment to what Dr. Cousins was saying about the possibility of victory in this particular battle. He said it was a battle. And that is, I want to encourage you 
that the amount of power, healing power, harmonizing power, that brings things back in alignment with nature and with spirit that's within you is unlimited. And although I'm not a pacifistic person, I believe in self-defense and that all of our rights are the same worldwide. You don't have to be in a country with a, a good constitution or anything. If you're a human being uh, anywhere in the world, you have the total right to free speech, to keep and bear arms, to assemble, to address the government, to replace it if it needs it, to serve humanity's interests better. You have all the same rights anywhere in the world. And to get those back is a consciousness issue, as Dr. Cousins was talking about. Because even though I believe in these rights of self-defense and firearms and all these things, that's not, I don't think that's the answer to the test that we're all in the middle of right now. This is another level. This is not just a, a battle to win a war. This is a battle for self-transformation to the point where it starts affecting everybody else. And that's what your potential is right now. So what you do, if you want to contribute to the world situation, you can't ignore taking care of yourself. That's not selfish in a bad way. It's critically important. And like Dr. Cousins was talking about, the importance of what you eat and exercise and grounding and fresh air and sleep and all these things, that's not time away from helping the world. They're all integrated because what you're able to perceive on finer levels is really much easier to access if you keep your body in as good shape as you possibly can. And then while you're doing that, work on the inner level. He's talking about all these meditations and guided meditations and visualizations. Those are not, well, they are imaginary, but they're, they're powerful. And you're using the power of imagination constantly and it's going out and affecting everybody else in the network, which is everybody. And if we get, when we, I should say, when we get strong enough in ourselves so that what we're putting out is more focused, more like that guided meditation, but all the time, then the signs of that will be obvious. And one of the main important signs that you're making progress is that the people in your sphere start changing too. Ultimately, even the really evil ones have only forgotten who they actually are, and they'll start changing. The people working for the power structure will start saying, I can't do this. can't do this anymore. I'm becoming a whistleblower, or I'm using my position to do some kind of good. You just won't be able to do it. You know, people like David Icke, inspirational speakers like that, talk about mass peaceful noncompliance, and that's critical. But what creates it? Consciousness. You know, at a certain point, you can't comply. It's not an option. You just, it's not a choice. And when we get to that point, we'll be impacting other people within the system, and they'll just lay down their uh, allegiance to the system and switch sides. And when we get ultimately strong enough, which means you get out of the way and God is working through you, not as a competition with God, but as a conduit or a channel, then the top-level rulers that some think are intrinsically evil will switch sides too, and then we'll know that we've become conscious. 
That's that's what we're shooting for. So it's never been done in recorded history because if it had, we wouldn't be in the mess we are now. But we've had that potential all along. And I would just second Dr. Cousins in the importance of all this meditation and guided meditation and visualizations, and, but not on a superficial level. When that becomes deep enough, it manifests on the outside and it changes so-called physical reality. So find a way to do that, not once in a while, not not only when you wake up and go to sleep in meditation, but that's supposed to be a, a clue that you make that your new default state of consciousness as you walk through your daily life. And you you don't need outside help necessarily to do that, but if you want uh, supportive environment and where we're meeting every week to work on that in particular, look at Planetary Healing Club because that's the reason we started it. And my experience in the last oh, few months but especially the last few weeks where I thought I wouldn't even be here physically anymore after about two weeks ago, has reminded me that we don't have a guaranteed number of meetings any, at any time. Any of them could be our last. But while we're there, we're going to make the best use of it that we can. And the power that can flow through you needs to be released. And we need to learn how to act, actually get out of the way and allow that to take over. And that's possible. So that that's what we're doing at planetaryhealingclub.com. It's a, a unique kind of experience. And whether or not that interests you or not, I urge you to change your mentality in your whole life, not from normal to, into battle mode, but normal into harmony mode, because any battle can be ended by taking away the desire for conflict, and you can be the spark for that. But any time, you've got work to do in that direction. So, anyway, thanks for the privilege. I'm sorry to talk so long, and hopefully I'll be back to full normal and on camera soon. Value your time. Use it well. Remember that you're always in meditation. Always, but what are you meditating on? Make that what you'd like to see appear in the world, and you'll have the right direction. Thanks for being here, and we'll talk to you soon.